0: and welcome to the lost out podcast i'm your host Trent Casaberry. today i'm here with mitch and jordan's back but she can't talk because her mic is literally in the middle of the room and i put it perfectly in place and she's like no i don't like this in my face you have to do that you gotta you gotta get you gotta get it up there Just make sure you speak into the mic babe. it
1: is up there Jeez louise
0: all right so mitch oh sorry Mitch just came down, and we started talking about some heavy stuff, guys. And I cannot allow this to go unrecorded. It needs to be documented because we're talking about truth. We're talking about the things that the government won't tell us. And it needs to be talked about. Fucking lizard people. Yeah, we're talking about the lizard people. We're talking about Flat Earth. We're talking about aliens. We're talking about, like... uh, Child sex trafficking, which is more realistic on. in my opinion. Yeah, the adrenochrome uh, thing, I definitely want to get into that. Because I just, it's, I wouldn't say recently, but I listened to the, I was watching like videos. So you ever heard of like the, there's like a website, it's called Bitchute. It's like a YouTube alternative, but it has, it has very limited restrictions. Obviously, pornographic stuff cannot be on there. But I'm, we're talking about like mad based people on there. We've, you've got some Nazis on there too sometimes yeah so you got to be cautious but it's like it's up to the individual to be able to decide whatever they want to watch or not mm-hmm. you know you watch a video and you're like yeah don't really agree with that one move on and then you'll watch another one that's like really base but it it's basically a lot of conspiracy theories and then they bring out information that will be censored in any other platform yeah so it's up to you. Use your critical thinking, use your wisdom to be able to, and do your own research. Figure out if this seems like it might be true or not. Yep. You know, because there's a lot of stuff that we don't know because we're not being told. Exactly. And that's, that's my main thing.
2: You gotta keep your mind open to everything.
0: I say keep your mind open to anything within the realms of your critical thinking. Well, what yeah, what makes the most sense? You know, what makes the most sense on a logical level? Because we're not talking based off of emotions. That's how I I come to like conspiracy theories. I'm looking at it from, okay, everyone wants to be, I'm going to get into the philosophical aspect before we even dive in. Everyone wants to believe that they are the hero of their story or they wish that they could be. We've read books. We've read Harry Potter, Aragon, Lord of the Rings. We see all these characters that we admire that, all through the dirt and adversity and then they're struggling and then they're defeating a a very well-defined enemy an evil sauron voldemort like dragons like we know these people are evil this being this creature whatever it is evil it's well-defined as the most evil thing to focus on as the antagonist us as humans were raised that way and so we're trying to combat something that is defined. So we're in this struggle to try to define it. What we're really trying to define, in me per- personal, my personal opinion, is we're we're trying to we're trying to attack evil wherever it comes up.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We're trying to combat it, but we also need to recognize that we have malevolence in ourselves. So once you know that then you can start getting into those dive deep into those conspiracies and recognize like would i be capable of doing that you know probably given the right circumstances the right upbringing not the wrong upbringing however you want to put it certain that kind of upbringing that kind of power that's given to me i could very well be a dictator i could very well provide that kind of service to people but i probably wouldn't be a you know Involved in that kind of child sex stuff, but I might, I might potentially could just be a person that sets up those sex rings mm-hmm. because that's mad power. Like I don't. All I'm saying is, like, if you go deep and you look at how far you could possibly go given the circumstances, and you are honest with yourself, you, you'll you like it'll it'll drive you insane and it'll make your hair curl. hmm Like Every just time. how bad.
2: Anything about pedophilia? Fucking.
0: Yeah, it's like it's crazy. So. I do not put a past people in power to do the most heinous things ever. And we do have cases in history of people that are doing these things. The problem is it doesn't reach the mainstream media. You can find the articles of people that literally were congressmen, state senate people that are in jail right now for pedophilia.
2: But they won't talk
0: about it. No, they won't harp on it. Like you may find an you may find a it's not an opinionated article, but you may find one article that's literally one page long, it's all like, Oh, Senator da 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 got um is in is in prison now because he did this he was a part of this sex trafficking ring. That's why I think and COVID that's it.
2: came out hap- came so fast because they started figuring out the pedophilia and they're like, We need something to distract everybody. COVID. COVID will distract everybody.
0: Bring your mic in a little bit further and say that one more time.
2: Said when COVID came, it covered up the pedophilia because as soon as the they figured out pedophilia rings, the COVID came out. And now that COVID's here, nobody talks about the pedophilia rings.
0: So when did, when, what was it specifically that came out?
2: When the pedophile when Ep- Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, so Epstein. It was that's the Epstein When the whole thing, thing came out, that's when the COVID started becoming a big problem, right? Mm-hmm. And nobody was worried about Jeffrey Epstein anymore. They are all worried about. Got to go get my toilet paper. I got to go get whatever. I got to go get because, yeah. it's the end of the freaking world because we have a, co- a cold. Yeah, there's a cold. God forbid you get a cold. I've had it three times, but I'm golden.
0: Yeah, people people can die, but like the people that die of COVID, it's just it, like the flu. Well, yeah, it is very very similar. I think more. I think if you actually put the stats back, like because Sky News in Australia. Don't get me wrong, Australia—they're fucking up. Their government, shit. But for some reason, their media doesn't really tend to follow what the government does, unlike ours.
2: Well, Australia's also doing the New World Order. They just announced that.
0: Yeah, they're doing the great re- grand re- great reset, trying to do yeah, that. And yeah,
2: That's what's trying to happen all around them. But
0: that's what—that's what—that's what's so—it's crazy to me because Australia, like Sky News, I watch them. They're like hella based, like super based, and. So they talk crap about their government, and they talk crap about our government. But, hey, we're all in the West. Everybody talks about us because everybody's, everyone's following our draft, kind of like a, like a, like a street race, you know? Mm-hmm. You get into their draft, like right behind them, and then the aerodynamics are keeping you right there. And then you break off of it, and you try to get in front of them. And I think that Australia breaks off. They're behind our draft, and they're breaking off, and they're going like, yeah, we're going to the, Grand Re- the Great Reset. Um, which is the Davos. If anybody needs to know, World Economic Forum, they talk about it. Russia was there. Vladimir Putin. um, Listen, dude, I don't really care for Russia. Don't like totalitarian totalitarian governments on any side. I don't like extreme um, authoritarian rule, whether it be through socialism or like conservatism. I believe in individual rights and sovereignty that America was built on. But if you wanted me to go tit for tat I think that Russia came out there hella strong and he said we ain't doing that shit straight up Vladimir is just like yeah that's not going to work we're not doing that we like our world power we don't want to join a forum and we don't like this whole world order bullshit so I'm like hey dude you kill people that run against you and sometimes you kill your own people but you're very authoritarian on the right China kills their own people as the like the Chinese communist party, like Xi Jinping kills everybody. Like they'd be killing the Uyghur Muslims. They'd be harvesting organs to inmates and other babies and stuff. We do that too with Planned Parenthood. So we're not that much better, but that's not, that's not what we should be doing. Mm -mm. And we know that we have that. Our shit has been already solidified. Like this is our standard. And we're breaking that standard, and people keep moving the goalposts of morality, because we were founded on. Anyway, like, but anyway, let's, let's get back out of that. Like so, the Epstein thing, the charges. Did you hear about the McPhee thing? No. So McPhee, he was the guy. Like you've probably seen the antivirus thing. Yeah. Yeah, he started all that. That was his company, and then he got kicked out of that company. But he made he made millions, obviously, because it was an antivirus thing. So being an antivirus and trying to be a person that goes like, like tries to protect people from it you kind of have to know what people are attacking and how to hack things to be able to create a system that guards you against that so apparently he found out the entire list of everyone who was going down to the Epstein islands and all that all the um the jet manifests and oh, everything yeah, I like s- that heard like about he the has list. Emails, he had all that stuff. And so he got into a, uh, so the government were trying to come after him. He, I think he was in a, he was in a foreign country with non-extradition, but they, he ended up getting into like a Spanish prison and he got a tattoo and he was still on, he was able to get online and he said, Hey, like no. if I get, if I get whacked, it's because of this. And then I'm going to have this, basically this, uh, Easter egg with all the information and it's like a dead man's switch Mm -hmm. right and he put he got a tattoo that said whacked on his arm it was like right here I think it was it was whacked and he said if I die if I get died I'm not suicidal well apparently he committed suicide a couple months ago huh interesting uh, yeah (laughs) because I and here's my thing is when it came to that I was like, he could he could or he couldn't. To me, it's 50-50. He could have that because he was definitely a very boisterous kind of person. So he could be looking for clout. But if you say you have something and you say you're not going to commit suicide, this dude loved life, dude. He lived life to the fullest. He was kind of crazy sometimes. But he definitely loved life he like it was a self-preserving kind of person. He said that I have friends here, I am happy here. And then a week later committed suicide. Doubt it when he specifically said that I if I die it wasn't a suicide. Yeah. Well, everyone says it's a suicide. And so people are saying, well, of course he would say that because he wants to spark conspiracies. Like, why would you want to do that when you can't see it? Like he won't be there Not to yet. see the aftermath of it. So I'm like, yeah, I can kind of see the argument that he was a very crazy kind of individual, but he wasn't crazy. Like whenever I heard interviews uh, by him when he talks about the world and governments and everything like that, he got really serious really freaking quick. Now you talked to him about partying and stuff, he would be like, yeah, like you know, all crazy and stuff, right? But when he started talking to him, like, so what about this... uh, this grand conspiracy and he's like this this isn't a conspiracy theory this is a conspiracy he would get really quiet and really really monotoned and very 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 intellectual intellectually driven and talking in specific about y'all don't understand all this stuff is and this kind of reminds me of snowden you know what i'm talking about yeah like this, everyone was calling him like he's a traitor to the our country he was releasing things this is all about nasa security he came out and he said, and he's still in Russia right now as an asylee, um, because he came out. He got a part of the NSA, which was Obama said no such agency, which was the national. And like uh, what was it called? What is the NSA? NSA National Security Agency.
2: Something like that. Something like I that. I, don't something know. Like that. I, I
0: probably sound dumb and uninformed, but uninformed,
2: but probably do too. But
0: it's a security state they basically monitor americans they were doing that they've been doing that for years he found out about it because there was a there was programs that they could just literally tap into your phones and your your webcams and watch you the light wouldn't even come on and they were able to see everything
2: they're watching us through our phones right now
0: yeah well we know that but here's what's funny about that is that he got lambasted as You can't be telling everybody, like, you know, our national security is at risk because you decided he came out and just told everybody, hey, this is what our government is doing. They're spying on you. And that goes against federal law. That goes against constitutional law. And he had to flee. He fled fled the country. Mm -hmm. But now we sit here and we're like, Alexa, what temperature is it outside? This... This technology is listening to us. Everything. Everything is listening Every- to us. Our phone. We, we Every know time we it now. we look something
2: up. It comes up.
0: We have memes. It's like my FBI agent. That's yeah. designated to me. It's like everybody knows that it's it's a it's a security state. Everyone's watching. Everyone's listening. We all know this. We just don't care.
2: My favorite is the people that trip out about it, and I'm like, "But you have a phone." Yeah.
0: And they're
2: like, "Oh, no the phone. No, this one's fine. No, 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 the." F- the phone is... Yeah. No, I
0: have an ad blocker on my phone. That yeah. keeps the government away. Uh-huh. It's like- <laughs>
2: you, you know China made that phone, right? You, you know China fucking... Probably part of it, too.
0: That's the deal. It's like, Everybody knows every, every, everything about everybody. That's... Well, I think of it like this way. It's, it's it's I use the same argument, and people can tell me that I'm dumb if they want to. That's fine. Or that I'm just like making a, a false equivalency. But... Once the um, atomic bomb and hydrogen bomb was created, everyone—you uh, can't uncreate something.
3: Mm-mm.
0: Like once it's out there and everyone knows it's out there, it's it's out there. You can't you can't take it away. It's done. It's over. So now, what are you going to do with it? Now that you have that capability, you have. It's kind of like that's. I'm sorry to bring up like Marvel stuff, but it's like with great power comes great responsibility. What are you going to do with it? everybody has nukes now now our, do we have a nuclear fallout no because it's a very very powerful it is the that is the no shit everyone's going to die as soon as i press this button which happened in the cold war they actually were they the soviet union believed their sensors and stuff were going off that america had shot off a nuclear warhead coming to from there to Russia. Yeah. And then there was a man that was in control of it. They were saying, press the button, press the button, send it, send it. And he said, no, I'm not going to do it. It turned out to be a false flag. It didn't work. Well, not false flag in the in a sense. It was just a false alarm. But if he had pressed that nuclear fallout, they made games about it. As if that would have happened during the Cold War.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It didn't happen. Because the one man that could have pressed that button didn't press it. That's how close we came from using that. But that man was just like thinking about the entire responsibility that if he presses that button, millions, billions of people are going to be affected and millions of people are going to die because he pressed that button. Because not only is he going to shoot off one, he's like, well, my action pressing one is going to kill like hundreds of thousands of people, but the fallout of that is going to be like you know you've seen everyone's seen those maps where it's just all like rockets going all over the place mm-hmm. that's what would happen. as soon as one gets shot off then oh. a bunch of other ones get shot yeah. off and we can't we can't deal with that yeah so.
2: never cycle bombs
0: yeah and then we get wiped out and there's a few of us and then we end up having like you know tails like later zombies and- yeah and zombies and stuff yeah but anyway <laughs> Yeah, people people are just they're just like, man, as long as you don't mess with me, then it's fine. But I think that there's a responsibility that people need to be informed and they and we need to be teaching critical thinking in schools. I'm not yes. talking about indoctrinating people into specific ideologies, just critical thinking
2: to you make your own decisions.
0: Teach your teach your children how to critically think. And how would you do that? I want to be a teacher. Whenever I get out of the military, whenever I get in like towards my retirement phase, probably like 50 years old, right? I want to be a teacher probably even earlier than that, 40 or something like that, maybe younger, but I want to be a, a, um, not necessarily a philosophy teacher because that isn't unfortunately a core curriculum in high schools, but I want to teach high schoolers how to critically think just that's it. And I don't care if I'm a history teacher Or whatever. I'm going to show, hey, this is what our textbook says. And these are exactly what happened. Like on this date, we stormed Normandy on all these things. Yeah. But I also want to put in a caveat to that. It was like, why did we do that? Why did America decide to do that? Let's look at the letters that were sent back and forth. Let's look at the transcripts that were sent back and forth that led to this. Yeah. And then we can talk about, like, I want you to write a paper of, how did this happen and why do you think it happened based off of all the history not just these are the main points of what it is here's a test what year did we storm normandy what year did Pearl harbor harbor happen what year did we drop the bombs on nagasaki and hiroshima like why did that happen because you're not going to actually learn from history unless you know why it freaking happened. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy event. These are crazy events that happened. What led up to that is important. The action was important, yes. But what everything that led up to that action is way more important. Because if you happen to be someone of have, have, have inspiration and um, and just have that kind of ability or aspiration to be in government and potentially be a commander in chief, knowing how all these other things happened in the aftermath of those things, knowing how you got there is very important. Knowing how we got into Nazi Germany, what happened, what led to that? What led to Maoist China? What led to everything in Cuba? What led to everything in Venezuela? what What, 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 caused all this mass genocide throughout the 20th century and before that lead up is what's important that's what i think
2: that's mm-hmm. most definitely important
0: because and there's definitely child sex trafficking going on in our government yes <laughs> and it's world government it's not just our government there's no way kids just
2: go missing all the time like they go to walmart and you see that that poster with all the kids on there mm-hmm. why are there so many kids gone nobody's finding them
0: no one's finding them. I don't know.
2: Nobody's finding them. I don't. And know. And if they do find them, then nobody says anything on the media.
0: But here's my here's my question. I want to pose it to you, and I want to hear your your answer. So, but don't be stressed out. I'm just just curious. So, why? Do you, why? Where does the pedophilia thing come from? Why is that so prevalent? Because well, everyone, every normal person, which regular, just normal neutral morality right? because you have like those n- natural like you know like uh chaotic evil chaotic neutral you know um nat- like you know lawful natural lawful like you have all these different things right it's like the majority of everybody and their, pers- their everyone has different opinions Stop it. the majority of people are like yeah don't mess with kids don't be diddling with kids why is that such a prevalent thing
2: well, uh, so at work, what we talk about with this whole thing is, it started because lizard people, those aliens that come down, and the two main ones that are bad, they come down and they get the chrome from all the pet, from the kiddos, and that's how they get their, like, basically their dopamine, that we need to make them happy. That's what we talk about at work that could be a possibility that, you know, it's all for the aliens.
0: It's a stretch. I want to know what your. I want to know what your. What, what do you think? Like, get into like the psychological. Like, well, I don't what, know. Like, why? Why What are, is there? What is the are benefits these...
2: of having adrenochrome? What is it? What? Why do humans?
0: Well, first off, let's let's take a step back, real quick. Mm-hmm. Let's explain to people because adrenochrome is a, definitely a thing that me and you both are familiar with. The people that are listening here have no idea what the hell we're talking about. So <laughs> let's break down what is adrenochrome, where like kind of where did that come to be and who came up with the name? Like what is what is adrenochrome from your from what you think like what you've done your research on?
2: It's like a certain chemical that kids have in their brains that as you start hit a certain age you don't get anymore.
0: It lowers. It, yeah, it yeah.
2: lowers and goes away. So what the pedophilias, they whatever they fucking are, whoever they are, the people kid the kids and they take the dream chrome it's supposed to like make them younger again, like yeah. like the fountain of youth type of thing. Yes. But with children. Well there is a an, that's yeah. just what I've read about.
0: Baseline. That's that I, I agree. I see kind of what you're saying. Like what what you're talking about? I see it. Now there is a there was a so Steve Harvey, he had a he had somebody on. Um his he had like a basically like a Dr. Phil kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? He has his own show. Mm-hmm. And he brought on this skincare expert, right? And so she had this thing that it was like a it was like a cream mm-hmm. that you would put on your skin that all the Hollywood people use. Yep. And then he got her, he's like, So what's in this? He asked her, What's in this? She's like, Well, it's actually um like basically newborn children. It's the foreskin of newborn baby boys. And they take the cells out from that. Mm -hmm. And then they use it. So, that's basically, that's the fountain of youth. And she literally said that. It's the fountain of youth to preservation of your skin. Keeps the cells alive. Keeps them replicating. Mm -hmm. Right? So, the adrenochrome thing is a little bit different in that aspect. Because I'm not going to make you like, those are the same. That's exactly what it is. It's the same. Because that's what a lot of conspiracy theorists people will do. And I've seen it. Is they make false equivalencies mm-hmm. it's like no these things are separate adrenochrome is a chemical that is found in young young children that whenever they get really scared or they're under a severe uh, um, severe amount of traumatic um emotions and mm-hmm. like trauma is happening to them in that moment these these this these chemical reactions are very specific into children. They're very, very alive in children and they can extract that. So they have to torture children to be able to extract that. Now, when that's ingested, it's not only euphoric, but it also has a lot of health benefits to them. Now that has also been equivalent to the um, Planned Parenthood to where yeah. they're taking fetuses. They're encouraging people to wait towards their later terms so that they can take those those late term abortions mm-hmm. and then use those types of chemicals that are within those late term abortions, because being like getting it extracted and having it fresh, you can extract those things at a lower dosage. It's kind of like the drug cartels when making pure cocaine is actually pretty difficult, but lacing basically shitty cocaine with other things keeps it just as like addictive yeah, but not powders. as pure and it's more damaging to the body mm-hmm. right some people have argued that if you actually had pure like cocaine pure meth like the way that it's supposed to be created it would be less damaging to your body equally addictive way less damaging and probably could could eventually be regulated which that shit was regulated back in the day they used to have methamphetamine and all kinds of drugs oh yeah but that was basically. So they kept it going. Yeah, that's how they kept it going. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, well, you can get methamphetamine. You can get all these, like, you know, these kind of types of drugs as long as you have a prescription. So as long as it's controlled, then that's fine.
2: Or you can just go to Oregon.
0: Uh, I'm not advocating for making everything legal, uh, everything legal and everyone have full access to it. So I balance between like libertarian, like everyone should have free choice to everything that has been created. And also, like I know the malevolence of people, so let's uh, maybe we should have some kind of regulations that we have. We have representatives that we elect in, but the deal is like when media is so skewed, and you don't know the truth about people because people lie. That's all politicians do. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. What a lot of us we do to each other, mm-hmm. to the people that we care about. We lie because we don't want everyone to see our darkness because we know it's there. We we're just, we don't want people to hate us. We don't want people to leave us, like leave us alone, because a completely honest person is going to have very, 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 very few friends. That's a sad truth.
2: It's true. It's completely true. <laughs> but, That's why I have like no friends. But
0: they're the most. They're the most worthy of having everybody around them because like those are the most honest people that you know. But how many times have we been around people that? are the, just the coolest, man. They're just like, oh, they're so sweet and awesome. And then it comes out that they have Don't something. Don't give a fuck. No, they've, have, they've got something deep, mm-hmm. deeply wrong with them. Like, there's so many stories of people that were like, dude, they're the sweetest people. And then it's like, they were the perfect family until they weren't. And then he killed his entire family. You know, like, people have a lot of darkness in them. The world is a lot darker, but what we see, we think that people are generally good. People are not inherently good. People are inherently bad, and it takes a moral standard, a moral a moral framework that everybody has to adhere to for us to actually have a functioning society and a functioning world. or else it's just chaos. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're seeing in like Portland and California and New York. New York, they defunded the police. They've had record numbers of homicide. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, record numbers. Holy Portland God. has been on fire since the beginning. Yeah, Portland's. But no one talks about it.
2: see videos of Portland all the time. And I saw this one video of 2 f- two twenty 20-year-olds jumping in a, a manhole into the, the sewer system. Mm-hmm. They're just jumping into it for who knows why.
0: But why do you think the government wants chaos?
2: Because then they can bring on more rules and control us more. So and I separate us, too. They want the separation, too. They don't want us to work together and realize what the fuck's going on. They just want us to separate, and then they can bring in and control us and be like, oh, we're going to bring us together.
0: Well, if you, were, if you were a dictator, or not a dictator, but if you were someone who wanted to create like a world order, Well, the only way to create a world order is to have everybody else dependent Mm
2: -hmm.
0: on government. Yeah. How would you do that? Would you not say, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth because if you disagree, then let me know. Would you not say you created a pandemic? And when I say created, yes, I am implying that this probably came from a lab. Could have been a leak. Maybe.
2: It's patented. It's totally from the lab. Could
0: it yeah. Could it have been a leak from the lab? Or could it have been from bats? Doubt the bats. Le- more likely. We're knowing now. So the truth is coming out very, very slowly. People that know what actually happened already know what the <laughs> hell it is. And it's just like every six months, every six months, you start getting more f- affirmation of what exactly what you thought. Yep. And so people that are understanding of the malevolence of the world And people of power. But anyway, so what's the best way to get people subservient? Fear. Fear. Create something that is highly transmissible, but you don't want to kill your serfs. You don't want to kill the The good ones. The good and able serfs.
2: The essential workers. You You want to get rid
0: of the olds. You wanna get rid of the like eugenicists would say, get rid of the People that have underlying health conditions, Mm -hmm. so you create a virus that will affect disproportionately the elderly. That we're gonna have disproportionate, like they're gonna have underlying health conditions because they're old. They are dying already. We're all dying past 25. Cells stop replicating. We start going into the decline, right? And so, old people are affected people that have respiratory, heart, all these things that are very, very essential, the most essential parts of a human genome and the human physiology and biology, those are the ones that are particularly affected is your lungs and your heart.
2: It's kind of weird.
0: Those are the main things that you deal with, like CPR. You're blowing into someone's lungs and you're pumping their heart. Those Those two factors are the ones that are affected by like that covid effects. But if you're healthy and you're normal, regular, middle-aged, whatever, early in your ages, it doesn't affect you that much. But what do you got to do in the media? You got to tell everybody that your kids need to be vaccinated, everybody needs to wear a mask, and this is highly transmissible and it will kill everybody. This is a plague, this is a pandemic, this is an epidemic of like unproportionate Right? How many times in history? I think other than the Spanish flu, no one wore masks. No. Like Everybody we had masks. Ebola, we had swine flu, we had like West Nile virus. I we still locked, don't wear i I've never the, wore a
2: mask the whole time.
0: Did America lock down because of those things?
2: I went to the store all the time without a mask. They say something, tell me to wear a mask. I'm like, no. No. Well, if
0: that's I get that's it, right I get it, it, Whatever. I that's right now. I'm talking about history. Oh, never yeah. in history. Have we ever done this level of world lockdown over the who? The who says everyone needs to lock down. This is huge. This is the most transmissible. There's so many cases. Let's not talk about the cases. Let's talk about what's the effect? Like, what what is the effect of this? People are going to die. And people will argue, hey, we didn't know that in the beginning. We know it now. We know that 99.8%. People that are going to be affected are going to survive it, and they're going to move, move, live on with their normal lives. Well, what about the after effects? It's like, well, like well, I would love to see a study. How do we know, like, what, what kind of negative aspects? You're not going to be able to smell very well. Cool. All right, you can't smell. You can't taste as much. Cool. Is that going to stop you from getting it? No. Should I stop living my life because I'm afraid I'm not going to smell? as well as i used to i would say no given the choice do we actually have the choice no you have to go in lockdown for a year at the minimum then we let you out and if you get vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask
2: they say that now but and now then, they're saying that they want us to wear masks again
0: yes because the delta variant it still can you can still get the coronavirus and still trans like trans yeah. transfer that to somebody else and even if they have the vaccination. So basically there's no reason to get the vaccination. If you really think about it logically. It's like, well, well, it'll keep you alive if in case you get it. It's like, I have a 99.8% chance. I have a literally 70% chance of surviving when I'm driving to work. I have a 30, 30% chance of dying when I'm driving to work. I have a higher likelihood of surviving <laughs> coronavirus than I do just getting up and living my freaking life. you know what i'm saying the deal is they want to keep everybody locked down in fear Mm -hmm. so that they can take away all the wealth from small businesses because if they're closing everything down they're adding all these restrictions no one's going to work they're locked down so these businesses go out of business and who buys that territory who buys those buildings the government well special interest groups like Amazon, Costco, Walmart—all the these big, yeah, they're basically—they have the lobbyists. They all work together. We already know this right now. It's like Jen Psaki is our press secretary. She came out. was like yes, we regularly work with media and uh, social media companies to stem to stifle misinformation and disinformation on uh, in the media and in the companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're—they're all state actors, is what you're saying. Because the government locks everything down, and these, special, these companies take over all of that real estate, and they say, absolutely, yeah, we'll say whatever the hell you want. We'll put in all the restrictions to uh, information. We'll stifle all the information. We'll make sure that the narrative stays the same. And anybody who comes out with something next, we'll either censor them or lambast them in the media. As conspiracy theorists Mm -hmm. like Alex Jones and well, any conservative, anybody that questions,
2: anybody that questions, you can't question stuff.
0: Yeah, I went a little far on that one, but (laughs) but back to the adrenochrome thing. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know as much about the adrenochrome thing, but it's not with it's not outside of the realm, like there the epstein thing i still see memes and stuff i still see stories of people talking about it. I was like epstein didn't kill himself oh yeah like, people come out all the time and say that because they want to keep that remember that he did not kill himself where's Ghislaine maxwell you know his girl that was working in that it was equally culpable
2: last that her she was getting locked up but that was that was a long
1: time ago She's already in jail. No,
2: oh, okay, see. She's,
1: like she's she's she she doesn't have a bond at all. Oh, like they are keeping her in there. She actually did a bid to get her bond like completely severed. Well but, she's a dumb um, bitches grooming the kids. Well, it's not just that. Her dad was one of Jeffrey Epstein's clients. And that if you look at it, how much her dad lost, which was like six hundred and eighty million, is how much Jeffrey Epstein had in his accounts. So because she has a passport, she is a dual citizen. She's a flight risk, so her bond was denied. She's still in New York prison good
0: the deal is that she's been questioned over and over and over again and none of that none of the testimonies that she's given none of them are public
1: the thing is is that jeffrey epstein and her went through a lawsuit like in the 1990s about it and basically the florida attorney general at the time ended up basically giving him a free pass with just probation and like his probation officer would call and be like hey you know he's out of state like what do i do he's not within regulation and they just let him slide but during that deposition in the original case of it um there was actually an agreement saying that he cannot be questioned about it further and neither can she and basically she was protected under that basically by anything that she said in that cannot be unsealed and what the state of new york is trying to do is get it unsealed so that that way those questions already have answers they have it it's in a deposition because basically during the entire time she openly admitted that she was acquiring girls for him underage girls and he openly admitted that he was having sex with minors during that specific deposition now you go into his new deposition before he died and you go into her refusal to answer it it is basically stemming from the deal that the Florida prosecutors made with the attorney general, with his probation, with everything that basically just ended up giving him probation. So they're trying to unlock it to make sure that they can use it in the court proceedings against her to get her to talk because she's already admitted to other things in it. It's just he got a slap on his wrist because he was best friends with the attorney general at the time in yeah, Florida.
0: That's what I'm saying. But who where's the checks and balances for these people that have the highest seat of power? And he's had, we, we, we know people that have gone to his island. That, that shit got leaked. But no one talks about it because that shit's censored. Well, Completely censored. It's and not the fact actual that it's legal censored. documents that come out of testimonies blacked out.
1: It's not the fact that it's censored. It's the fact that it's all underground. So, like, there's open conversations about what everyone has admitted to. But they can't use it. It's like if you take frickin Jerry, the subway guy, he was convicted. Yeah, he was convicted of the child pornography and the ring of child pornography. And then you have Jeffrey Epstein over here who actually engaged in underage sex with these minors. Set
3: it all up. If you look
1: at the discrepancies, subway guy was only worth maybe um, one to two million. Jeffrey Epstein's worth 680. Now, he was actually smart with his network. What ended up getting him, not off because that's a very bad term to use in this case, but what ended up getting him everything completely squashed for him was ultimately he knew who to make friends with. He had freaking Bill Clinton on his plane. He had former presidents. He had CEOs of major financial institutions. He had a powerhouse around him. He had Donald Trump and Melania. And Some people are actually thinking that he introduced Melania to Donald, when she was actually underage still I'd like to
0: see that I'd like to see that
1: well there's an article about it but ultimately when you have enough money and you rub shoulders with enough people that you can literally just walk up to and be like hey I got into some trouble I need you to fix it and they'll fix it take freaking Prince I think it is no not Prince Philip it's his son Prince Edward no that's no, you're getting all the princes mixed up. I guess I am. I'm oh, not the about them. We, we, we no, seceded from
0: their master. It's masses the, no, a it's, long time ago.
1: It's Prince, um, I want to say Andrew, who was married to Fergie. Um, basically. Like no, not Fergie delicious, but <laughs> um, the Duchess. The Duchess of York at that time. And he has his daughters, Patrice and someone else. His daughter, Patrice, just got married. Um, but basically. Prince and- Prince Andrew ultimately ended up being on one of Epstein's planes. There has been documentation that he has met with Epstein in New York, and he is one of the Queen's sons. So, I mean, like, ultimately, he kind of... Epstein built a powerful network around him oh, to yeah. get it to where he can't...
2: I knew about that whole thing. Yeah.
1: Because...
2: Yeah. One part of a powerful government, you gotta get another powerful part of the government to come in and exactly you're even more safe.
1: You've you pretty much have conquered the U.S. government. Yeah. Now you know you kind of need overseas government, and he knew what he was doing. If I rub shoulders with a prince, the prince can get me out of anything legally because all he has to do is ask for basically their version of a pardon. Well, there. then he has
2: blackmail on everybody else, too. Exactly. If he like, were to get trouble, be like, well, check this out. I got all these fucking and, people that came here, too, and did this.
1: And that's why everyone thinks that Jeffrey and Epstein either to himself or he was killed No, in he was prison. killed by, he was killed yeah but they want to sit there and say that oh it was a suicide because he was hung and everything the thing is is that the autopsy for him didn't show any of the telltale signs of him hanging himself mm-hmm. it showed other things that were not yet really released at that time but the thing is is that he was put under in i think it was like solitary confinement he was in with, solitary
2: confinement and the yeah, guards did not check all on him perk. at all at all that whole night
1: Even though their logs say they did. Mm
2: -hmm. They sat at their desk. You see it on the camera of them just sitting at their desk Mm -hmm. the whole time. And somehow Jeffrey Epstein killed himself.
1: No. And then, like, the thing is, is that he was put in solitary confinement because of his little black book. Mm -hmm. And in his little black book, like, there were people that he was going to have to end up taking down with him. So, ultimately, like, the whole like synopsis of it is pretty much did he actually kill himself or did someone kill him because dude has a freaking black book dude went and built yeah like dude freaking went and like built a powerful network around him with the english government with england's government aka having a relationship with prince andrew so that if he gets into trouble over there oh the prince can take care of it he already conquered the u.s government as shown in florida Mm So, I mean, his black book was very extensive of the who's who, raw child, everything. So, ultimately, essentially, Epstein was a powerhouse of blackmail, money money laundering fraud and he basically covered all of it like there are girls like there's a netflix special about the epstein files basically i've seen i've seen that and like all of the girls are sitting there saying you know well i saw this person on the plane and i've seen this person on the plane and i've seen this person on the plane and the thing is is that jeffrey epstein isn't the only one to do this there's another guy that is technically a fashion mogul and he was having underage sex with girls on his planes and, like, his plane was basically designed for it. And he just recently, like, I think three to six months ago, got arrested for all of this and he is actually one of Jepsey and Epstein's friends. So, I mean, like, you have millionaires that sit there and look and see how this one person gets away with it, so they adopt that same thing, and then they expect each other to bail each other out. Well, I'm sorry, but if the government sticks the screws to you, ultimately, I mean, no one's really going to help you, and you have a black book that literally lists clients a mile freaking long, you're going to get offed. Like, there's no way around it.
0: It's funny, when, whenever the Epstein thing start, like, to actually hit its head... Like came to a head, and actually he got, and taken in, um, take hand and arrested. There was a, there was this one girl that was a journalist, and she was on, like I don't remember what it was a CNN. I feel so bad. I wish I could have brought all this stuff up before I actually started talking about it because yeah. I missed details, and it sounds like I don't know where the hell I'm talking yeah,
2: about. Yeah, I haven't talked about I this. I swear to God, you
0: guys <laughs> just take the information that I'm giving you and look it up. Just type it in, um, and try to find the videos because there's this woman that she was on national tv and it was before you know like you've seen these kind of bloopers where they're like they're live but they didn't know that they were live Mm -hmm. and she was talking to the anchor and she was like you know i'm really freaking pissed off because i already covered this story three years ago and my editor and our publisher said no we, we can't talk about that because like, they're bought and she's off. She's like, I had this entire story. I had all of these witnesses. I had everything. And they shut it down. And I got i got actually hit. My career got hit for it. And then they were like, okay, now we're live. Like she this this one woman, she had already gotten all this. She knew Epstein was was, was fucked up. But everyone would just shut it down. Because even the media is well, even the media, like, yeah, they would just say like, no, I think that you're missing it like no we're just not going to run that story because it's not good for us right now we're looking at ratings we're looking at all these things which is exactly what's going on with the COVID thing it's like no having that death counter in the f- corner and cnn like project veritas came out i don't know if you know who they are but they basically are undercover journalists and they'll bring like people in and get them to like go to dinner and stuff and they'll basically like CNN people, like other journalists, you know, they'll bring in big name journalists and they'll try to get them like editors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they'll try to ask them like, Hey, you know, what's going on with this whole COVID thing? And like that, we're like, Oh dude, we, it's the, called
1: fishing.
0: Yeah. And people are like, Oh, that's immoral. I was like, no, that's getting to the truth because these people will never, you can't push them. You can't get them on live TV and then have them admit to the truth. No. That Yeah, we but obviously are manipulating the media by putting up the stuff. And he was saying, like, we're over here looking at this death counter thing. Like, we, we need to pump these numbers up. We need more fear. We need more of this because it gives us better ratings. Mm-hmm. Because that was the station that this man, particularly, was in. Like, they he was he got paid and got elevated in his company, in CNN, by ratings.
1: The thing is, is that... If, you, if it
0: bleeds, it leads.
1: Yeah, well, like, the thing is, is that it's not uncommon for editors to sit there and, I guess, like, kill a story. Because you have to look at who is donating, and I say donating in air quotes, money to news outlets, so on and so forth. Who are their financial backers so ultimately like journalists will sit there and be like hey you know I have this full story it's ready to print it's already been fact-checked it's good to go but then they'll kill it it's happened with Woody Allen when he went and he was dating his stepdaughter Um, it happened with Prince Andrew over in Europe until he decided to do that bomb of an interview that really just made it very clear that he was guilty of something like I mean Virginia Roberts literally has a picture with Prince Andrew in freaking Jeffrey Epstein's Madam's house. And he's sitting there saying he's never met this woman before in his life.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, thanks for letting us know. We're glad to know. The, the evidence doesn't matter. Thanks for letting us know <laughs> that, you know, you've never met that person before in your life. Obviously, this picturesque video evidence means absolutely nothing. It was all fabricated. Let's just chalk it up to russian disinformation and russian collusion it's look, not just go that fuck yourself, all right Damn i'm so. sorry go <laughs> every time the democrats get caught in some shit they're just oh, yeah. like it's russia it's yep. russia that's doing this yep. they edited all this stuff to make us look bad to make us democrats look bad no go go fuck yourself and that's here's another thing that apparently i really that's I really his see. favorite
1: catchphrase huh apparently that's his favorite catchphrase what
0: Go fuck, Go fuck yourself.
1: Apparently that's like your favorite catchphrase. I'm
0: so tired. Here's I can the literally what you were but the thing is, is, like is, all is all I can special- literally
1: count on my hand. Actually, I would need like seven hands at this point to count how many, how many times, times you've said, said it during this I'm, entire thing.
0: Listen, I apologize. Anybody is listening that does not like that and it feels like that is a uh, very offensive and they're very they're very hurt by that phrase because, you know, I don't know. Maybe the they have a guilty care.
1: conscience. Like,
0: yeah, maybe maybe sometimes sometimes people need to be told to go fuck themselves. Maybe they that, that is Go fuck
2: a parent taking Because it and I don't want to
0: hear your bullshit excuses. If like you're a it, piece of shit. Bucket. You're a piece of shit. Sometimes and I'll be honest, I'm a piece of shit. Sometimes I need to be called I, I need have no to be comment told on that. to go fuck I myself. I be
1: silent on that one. I'm serious.
0: This is not a biased thing. This is an unbiased thing. If I do some bullshit Tell me to go fuck
1: myself. See, I'm in a relationship with you, so me telling you to go fuck yourself may not be the best method of communicating with you.
0: Sometimes I need to hear it. Who knows? Sometimes you gotta be set straight. For a
1: second, I'll call. I'll call Kyle, and I'll have Kyle tell him to go fuck himself. I'm not gonna, gonna be doing it.
2: Kyle's just gonna punch a hole in the wall.
1: No, Kyle won't. Kyle will tell him literally to go fuck himself. Oh, I'm just thinking himself. of the name
2: Kyle. Yeah, no. no. I, this I, Kyle I
1: can, isn't a big douchebag. Like, this Kyle's going to be my brother-in-law. But no, like, you and I are in a relationship, so me telling you to go fuck yourself isn't really going to work out. I'll just call Kyle and have him you do it. If you actually
0: said that, then I'd be like, all right, something obviously is amiss. We need, we need, we need to talk about it. Like, I would... Because I had... Like I said before, and I've said it before, and you got mad at me because I said I have to live with you. Like I'm choosing to live with you. Like I want to live with you. You have to live with me. So if I want to live with you, then I want you to be happy. I kind of want you to be at least content at the minimum. Happy would be the highest, right? I can't make you happy. You have to be happy. But I can... Help make you content. And how does me saying if go fuck yourself make you, fuck you happy? Myself, I know there's a <laughs> serious problem, and I need to probably look at myself, self reflect because
1: there's nicer ways to say it. Like, you don't really have to say go fuck yourself.
0: Sometimes people need to hear that because some people, people they, they are always thinking about themselves. That's your basis. Like I said before, that's your basis. Your basis is I'm thinking about myself. Everything seems to be going great. But what if I'm doing something that is actually negatively affecting my partner? Maybe they should. And I'm going to go off on this, some other. Here ten, we go. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. So I want to bring it back. Yeah. I want to. I want to say this before we can go on to that because Here we I go. definitely want to go on to that. So why don't people? Why do people trust mainstream news publications more than independent journalists that have no stock in that game? They don't have any lobbyists and people that are giving them money. They are independent journalists. There are so many, just, even on YouTube. But if you go anywhere else, you go on BitChute, You go on, there's, and there's there's other websites that are actually articles that you can read because no one reads anymore. Yeah. Which would, would be nice if people actually freaking read again. Which um, I'm I'm guilty of that too because I like to watch as I'm doing other things and listen. So, but there are other publications out there that are independently funded. That aren't funded by special interest groups to say specific things that are outside of the mainstream media that is controlled by special interest groups. Big corporations, governments, they all say it. Like, like Mike Lindell went on, he went on Newsmax and he said, Hey, you know, the Chinese government are doing this. And we're like, No, we can't. We got to shut this down. We got to shut this down. Because, because it's easier. They're funding Newsmax. And Newsmax was like, a, they're a conservative. People, but they're still getting money. So, well, okay, we can talk about all this other stuff.
3: We can't talk about the
0: actual truth, the real foundation. It's (laughs) like, stop listening to these mainstream sources.
1: The thing is with what your question is, is why does everyone follow mainstream versus independent? Well, look at Russia. You have independent journalists who literally break their law over there because they're very, very strict in their publications and monitoring what people see propaganda just like North Korea. You have people that are so afraid of being on independent sites because the thing is is that it's going to get found out one way or another. Google is literally just a search engine away. So I mean people are more likely to take stock in major news outlets because hey they've been around for a while and hey you know they report on what is interesting to us. But the thing is is that You see it in news. You have a COVID story. And then right after a COVID story, you have, oh, a puppy was saved out of a well. So the major media outlets, like they know how to appeal to their demographic. But their demographic is changing with the expansion of the Internet, with the expansion of communication. It is expanding. But then you have the people that are raising the kids and that are talking to them about these things and teenagers and colleges and well who's teaching them people that were in the cnn fox era so i mean you have those issues and they're going to be basically put upon with the other kids about it so it's basically if you have a teacher sitting there teaching a kid about critical race theory and then It's in this time period when that kid grows up, that kid is always going to have that base of, oh, my teacher told me this, so it's right. Well, the news told me it, so it's right. And the older generation influences the younger generation. No matter how much we try to say, you know, our generation is the best and, you know, we're more knowledgeable than the past generations because they've gone through other things and we learn from it. We honestly don't learn from it. Human nature doesn't learn from it.
0: They should that's why that's what I was saying before about critical critical mm-hmm. thinking critical thinking is challenge everything boldly, even even religion me speaking as a Christian, I challenged Christianity, I put it through hell, dude, I was going through all these different things, no pun intended with the hell aspect, <laughs> but like I was putting it through all these different aspects. And then I got down to the point where I found, I found the truth and I will 100% attest to it. If someone put a gun to my head and said, say, you're not a Christian. I'm going to be like, no, because I am. Cause that makes the most logical sense. First, that was my first priority was it was, does it make logical sense? Does it, does it really have a lot of contradictions it has a bunch of superficial contradictions that people can always put in. They gives a cherry pick verses and be like, see, this doesn't make sense because this doesn't make sense with what it said over here, but you're not reading the entire context. It's just like if you're reading a, a text chain and you only pick one sentence and then you pick another sentence at the bottom of it. And you're like, this one doesn't make sense with this one. It's like, you didn't even read the whole thing. Like, you got to read the whole thing. You got to be a student. You have to pay attention to the context of everything. It's not
1: that, though. Like, take my ex-husband. You could literally, he could literally sit there and tell you anything about everything. And if you find one flaw in it, and you could literally pull it up, and it's independent, or if it is a major news site, or whatever, and you could literally show it to him, he would still tell you that you're wrong. It's the same. He's a
0: flat earther, too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a bit... No. Oh, he, yeah, he, he's a flat earther. He believes in
1: flat earth. Like, there is no tomorrow. He really
0: believes
2: in flat earth. Like,
1: I could tell you the hours I spent in the garage against my will having to listen to it, yeah. as well as Illuminati and yeah. all this other stuff. But yeah. it's that same mentality that the generation has, is that you can sit there and I can preach to you and I can sit there and I can explain my side to you, but... You're still going to be wrong because I know better. I know different. It's it's the same mentality with news sources. It's the same mentality with generations. It's always going to be, here is a fact. And then you can sit there and dispel that fact. And no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Just because you found that one little bit that's wrong doesn't mean the rest of it's wrong, but the rest of it's right. So, oh, well, you may have found just one thing wrong. But they still have that mentality. It's, you can... Be right until proven wrong. But the thing is, is that once you're proven wrong, you still think you're right. And that's the mentality that news media outlets have. The only ones that don't have it are the independent ones because they actually take time to go through things and to source everything and to do things correctly. Because I'm sorry, in this day and age with cancel culture, they kind of have to.
0: If they want to stay marketable. Yeah, it's not just marketable. Here, well, here, no, I, I really think it is, though. I really think it is. And, I, I, and I'll preface it with, with this one statement. The truth is always the hardest thing to hear. Because the truth... No one is ever following the truth 100%. And when the truth presents itself or is told to you, and it is in contrary to your worldview, people prioritize their worldview and their opinions based off of their experiences and all these things people don't follow the truth they're they don't they don't follow the truth when they hear the truth it sucks especially you can see it really in relationships especially romantic relationships if someone says hey you're kind of being really shitty like you're actually people will double down and be like no justification out of justification out of justification out of justification without being like hey are you actually right in this situation people generally just double down on whatever they think because if you challenge them on that that because you're challenging their identity so this is what i have issues with like the 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 gender identity and the racial identity and all this stuff is like, why are we prioritizing your gender, sex, like, and race over you as a person, your personal identity? That should be first, right? That drives
2: me fucking bonkers.
0: But do you see what I'm saying? Now I you understand. Everyone's it's like, like, you
2: you you dress like a boy, you look like a boy, you're a boy, and I'm like, no, I'm a girl. I just I'm, I'm a framer. I'm not gonna wear tight clothes to go build a fucking house
0: yeah and if that's what you feel comfortable in that's yeah. what you feel comfortable in yes. but the deal is it's like when like when people tell me specifically people have told me and you can attest to this or you can say that i'm wrong and maybe I, maybe i'm wrong sometimes but when people when people say that i'm like a piece of shit because of whatever reason the first thing that i do is i self-reflect and i try to think about it i'm thinking about it and I usually will end up beating myself up, especially when I'm wrong, because I end up if I end up being wrong, and I've took the time to self reflect and say, "Yo, maybe, maybe I was wrong in this. how long was I wrong in this?" And I try to trace it all back to whenever I was wrong, and I try to figure out where when that started. And I'm just like, "Holy shit! I've been living that. That that was a lie the entire time. And I've been talking about it. I've been been stayed true. There was a specific situation where I was wrong about." Um, relationships right i was very cynical about dating Mm -hmm. right so i used to go on i used to go on dates all the time and i went on multiple dates multiple dates a week with with women and i would take him to like the same restaurants Mm -hmm. and this one of my one of my good friends his name is Devante, he and me and him we had a podcast about it it's recorded and i was like no dude like girls do that all the time and he told me that's a justification just because women will go out on multiple dates with a bunch of men doesn't mean that you're not devaluing the time that you went on a date you took some to something like they think that you're taking them someplace that's special and you want to have a conversation with them and then the next day you're taking another girl out i don't think that i just think
1: you want to go to a place where you know that you can get your salmon (laughs)
0: yeah i liked the restaurant i liked the food that was there but the point that he was trying to make was that you would you're not valuing these women you were taking them out and you were basically doing the same thing that women that you despise did and you're using them as a justification to do the exact same thing
3: mm-hmm.
0: like you're getting played you're playing these other women
1: thank you Devonte for that
0: Yeah, and and he was saying that. And he was actually in a very committed three-year-long relationship at the time. That was long distance. She was in the States, and he was in Japan. And I'm over here just some single dude trying to, you know, I'm just going on dates, having a good time. And he was like, you're not valuing these people as people. You wouldn't like that to happen if if a girl took you out and you went on a date with her.
1: So let me ask you this. Have you taken me any places that you've taken your past dates to?
0: I can say definitively, no, because I wasn't here that long. Would I have? Maybe I would have, because I probably would have, like you said, liked the salmon and liked the vibe. I probably would have taken you back. But because he said that before, it, I had to really look at myself. And then I, at the end of the podcast, I'm pretty sure at the, by the end of the podcast, I was like, dude, you're right. That's You know how hard it is? How many times do you hear that? From other, other people.
2: Hardly ever.
0: During, a, during a conversation. Never. People don't do that. People don't just be like, shit, man, you're actually right. Or they take like,
1: credit for it as their own idea. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Or they'll just be like, well, yeah, I knew that, but that's not really what I meant. What I really meant, it's like moving the goalpost, right? They usually do that, which I guess if your point's put across, whatever. But people generally do not come out and say, yeah, I was objectively wrong in that situation. And I want to... I want to make sure that I retract that. Not retract it, but actually say... Even with smaller things,
1: though. Even with smaller things, like, if we go to, like, a therapy session, like, I'll sit there and I'll ask you, like, what are you thinking? And you're just like, I feel like I failed you because of this. And, like, I have to explain it to you where I'm like, you didn't fail me. It's just, like, you didn't really, like, see it from my point of view. You saw it mainly from your point of view. And I just, like, kind of have to, like... Not like restructure what our therapist says, but I kind of have to make it more relatable to you sometimes. But for the most time, like you bring that guilt upon yourself and nine out of 10, it's me alleviating it and saying that like, well, I understand that like you're down on yourself, but this really isn't a thing for you to be down on
0: about. I want to live in the truth. That's my thing. I know. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. But you got to convince me, man. Like you ha- there, there's a re- there's a level of responsibility. Cuz if I'm really convicted in something and I'm really convicted in it, you got you got you got to prove it to me. I'm but sorry. But most it's people just,
1: are lazy and they don't like having to prove someone is wrong and instead they'll just placate them because it's a lot easier to placate than it is to have a contentious conversation.
0: And I've never shied away from a contentious conversation.
1: Some you have, yes
0: okay well maybe i have never
1: say never babe
0: yeah okay sorry that was a very general statement maybe sometimes (laughs) i have you know been like well this is really uncomfortable and i'm not in the headspace to do that so but i'll i'll adhere i'll I'll say yes maybe sometimes i have but that doesn't mean that i'll never want to breach that ever again like i do i do i want to go to it just at the time i think because if it's important it's important
1: my ex-husband if is one important. topic you do not ever want to talk about.
0: The ex-husband thing is what, what 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 needs to be expressed?
1: Oh, believe me.
0: Does the does the does the details of your sexual interactions no. need to be expressed? Well, I'm 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 trying to paint something here. No. Well, just give me give me a little bit.
1: Sexual me. doesn't have to be painted okay, for
0: so, you. Okay. So, well like specifics in let's say like abusive situations, right? It'd be like, you have, you have two options. You can go into every specific detail of how this person abused you. Or you can just say this person abused me this way.
1: Well, unfortunately I have an eidetic memory. So, and a photographic memory. So I literally give details whether or not you want them or not.
0: Right. So, but but my thing is there's a balance.
1: Yes, there is a balance, but at the same time. What do
0: you need to get your point across? That's what matters, At The same
1: time, the point is always going to be the same. It's not to make you feel uncomfortable. It's not to make you feel like I'm comparing you. It's simply to say, hey, this is in my past. I'm just letting you know it's in my past. That way, something that will happen in the future, you'll be more cautious of it. So that way, you won't bring something up or you won't act a certain way. That will trigger something and have an even more contentious conversation than if it's just, hey, this is what happened and so on and so forth. Yeah, my mistake is detail because I'm detail-oriented. I'm a female. It's what I do. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, it's to make sure that the past is never repeated.
0: I want to go, I want to say something that's very (laughs) non-popular. It's not (laughs) easy. It's not politically correct at all. But I think that everybody needs to understand to just have as a baseline. If you get into a relationship with somebody, you are going to unconsciously, subconsciously, or consciously, you will be compared to the person before. It's going to happen regardless. So someone can tell you, this is, I'm not going to compare you to the person that I had before. That's a lie. That's to make you feel good. You are aw- you're going to be compared to every person because that's what life is. You learn. Okay. You go through experiences, you learn, you have bad experiences, you recognize certain particular things that didn't work before, and then you attribute those as like I want to make sure that this person isn't like that. So you pay attention. You and you shit test people and you make sure that they're not the same. And if they are the same, then you got like questions that you have to work out, right? Mm-hmm. Is that that's a reasonable thing because that is what learning is.
3: Yeah.
1: Do you you're do that with be, me about your ex fiance? Huh? Do you do that with me about your first fiance? I did. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, obviously I did. Okay. And, and you did it with me and yeah. there's nothing wrong. I don't no, feel No, there's any not. I'm just that.
1: No, I'm just asking cuz you say that like subconsciously you're going to do that. So I'm just asking are you practicing what you're preaching right now? That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. That's
0: exactly what I'm saying. It's then like everyone is going to do that. So if anyone ever tells you, "Hey, I'm like I don't like your past is your past. My past is my past. I'm not going to I'm not going to put you in that negative space of like I had a really bad relationship before, but I'm not going to I'm not going to use them as a uh, as as a
1: mile marker.
0: I'm I you know I'm not going to to I'm not going to look at them and and compare. I'm not going to compare. Like, yes, you are going to compare because that's exactly the whole point. That's the whole point is you have positive experiences and you have negative experiences. That's why there's even some like Reddit threads and all these different you know stories that are like, hey, man, I really messed up and I had the best relationship ever. They cooked for me. They loved on me. They did this specific thing. And then now I'm in a relationship and everything is pretty much good, but they don't do this this great thing that I liked about my last partner. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's I do. like that can go both ways. Like yeah. negative yeah. and positive. Now you're you're holding them to a specific standard that your last partner had did or didn't do. But you really valued. Yeah. And so you feel bad because you don't want to say like, Hey, could you do this? And then the uh, the partner's just like, Well, is that because homeboy did it or homegirl did it and it's like well if i was completely honest i would say yes and i really valued it but now they're attributing it to the, that person so like i don't want to be a mirror of the last person but oh, all the good me or not all the good qualities and none of the bad qualities because i don't want to be associated with that person because i don't want anything to do with that person i don't want you to see me i want you to see me as an individual
1: you are an individual.
0: But, I, but I'm not talking about me, babe. I am talking in general. But what I'm
1: saying is, is in generality, they are people. They are their own person.
0: But I'm saying about somebody, if you were to be honest, you would be like, yeah, I really loved that aspect of that person. And I would love that if you would, you know, do something like that or be do that kind of action, like if you would... Rub my feet or whatever. I don't, it doesn't matter what it is. If something positive, be like, well, did your last boyfriend rub on your feet? Yeah. Well, I don't want to fucking do that because I don't want to be associated with that kind of person. I don't want that to be in your mind. Like, oh, it's better than John's. Like, yeah, that's kind of shitty. But if it's a positive thing, it's a positive thing. Mm
3: -hmm. If it's
0: a negative thing, it's a negative thing. So you're always going to do that comparison. It's always going to happen. So, you got to eventually come to the terms where if you're lucky, you get in a relationship that's in high school or middle school, and then, and then you're high school sweethearts, and you get married, and you have kids, and you never cheat on each other, and you have five kids. Whoa, that's the dream, baby. Yeah, really? Because I married my middle right school sweetheart,
1: and that did not work out never very happens. well for me. Because,
0: I mean, I was in the military, and I was in, uh, whenever I was in, uh, in, in 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 Misawa, I had this, this girl, whenever I was at this... Uh, it was like a, it was a bar and it had, it was live music all the time, but three hours before they, they would, uh, three hours before they were just chilling, playing pool, and then they would set up and play music. So this girl that was a friend of my, my good friend, um, what was his name? Anthony. Um, she came up and she's, they just started talking about like relationships and stuff. And she said like, yeah. I got married to my husband. He was the TDY at the time. I got married to my husband, and I just really feel I'm, I'm missing a lot of the stuff. So if they're listening, sorry, I missed a lot of the fluff in between. <laughs> but basically, it was like, he's TDY. And uh, I feel like I just never had my ho phase. And I think that everyone should have had a ho phase. She was 22 at the time, and she got married at 18 to her high school sweetheart, And she never had sex with anybody else. And she was like, I feel like I missed out on my 20s. Because that was the ideal. It's like your 20s, you go through a hoe phase, and then you get into, you know, like, then you find someone that's serious, right?
1: You do realize that I married my middle school sweetheart, right?
0: Well, I stand by what I'm saying. (laughs) I stand by what I'm saying. Just making sure. But this dude wasn't doing anything wrong. He's he's sitting there providing and apparently he hadn't they had no problems. That, that was a question that was asked. I was like, Well, does he like talk shit to you? Like, you know, what, what what's the deal? It's like, no, no, I just feel like I, I just missed out on you know, like what what are other dicks look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like <laughs> What are the different
2: sizes? Yeah, I don't know like, like, I can see. like what's
0: what's it feel like inside? I don't know. And, like she was getting really explicit about this kind of shit. And I was just like, dude i don't want to go i would never want to like that that sucks but i think that that's society that's telling these 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 ladies these things you know you need a hoe face that 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 is something that is essential before you can actually settle down or else you're missing out it's like well what are you missing out on um waking up every morning feeling (laughs) like shit like yeah that too stds is a biological and medical aspect to it it's like dude the point, the, the, the main focus is you find somebody that you really, you, you love. And the definition of love that I'm using, because love has been used in so many times in the English language mm-hmm. and so many different aspects and different like interpretations, what I mean by love is I mean more the Christian sense of love. Christian sense of love is I am selfless towards this person. I'm going to do whatever I can do to make this person's life The most meaningful life that they can have right Mm -hmm. within my realm of capacity of what i can actually achieve what i can actually provide so i want to be as loyal i want to be as truthful as honest and as like providing like all these different aspects that are selfless aspects because it's so easy to lie it's very very difficult to tell the truth Especially if you think it's going to negatively impact the person, but ultimately, (laughs) yeah. But ultimately, better you and them, Mm -hmm. because like that's where you see a lot of white lies come into play. It's like, oh, I'm going to downplay it. That's a white lie. I'm not going to say explicitly. I've I'm definitely been guilty of that. I don't think that lying is something that is good. I don't want to lie. And sometimes I'll be put in a position to where I have the opportunity to white lie, maybe, you know, whitewash the truth a little bit, you know, like just gloss it over, kind of make it diluted, but not be direct and be like, hey, this happened. This is how this person felt. This is how I feel about it. Like, this is what happened. And I've gotten in trouble even over white lies. Any lie that I've ever spoken has always come to light.
2: It always comes back every time. It always comes back. Mm-hmm.
0: So if you are a logical person, the ideal is to just tell the truth, or at least don't lie about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if something comes up, especially if it comes up now, there's a difference because some people would be like, "Well, what about the people that hid the Jews from the Nazis in their floorboards, like Anne Frank?" And it's like, okay, I understand. That's
2: a good point. But that's a
0: good point. They, they lied to the SS. Yeah. They lie. They're like, "Are you hiding the Jews under the floorboards? Are you doing that? Are you hiding the Jews?" They're like, "No, we can't hide the Jews, dude. Like, we're all about it, dude. Germany, hey, let's <laughs> go. You know, Nazis, kill them you all. Know, we the, we the yeah, <laughs> you kill all them Jews. You know, like, what? Why are you doing that? Because you want to preserve life. You want to preserve life. You want to do things that are moral. That's why I think that we have to have a moral standard." as a human race there has to be something that's standardized throughout and we already have it we have the natural law like i said before you steal from somebody i can justify it somebody steals from you death to that person yep I mean, how dare they they stole from it's me double standards. how about stealing is inherently bad how about killing somebody is inherently bad you need a lay down there is a natural law. There is a hierarchy of evil. There's a hierarchy of virtue. And it's up to us to be able, and we're, we're at a specific place where we start off. We have the capacity for malevolence where that's where we baseline off of like we're evil, sin, all that, everything that like stealing, like look at a two year old dude, they'll straight up steal the toy from another kid and then throw it at another kid they don't know
2: they're innocent they don't know anything
0: they don't know anything but is it wrong yeah it's wrong why is it wrong i don't know maybe we should have a standard which we did we had we have it with christianity that we were founded on Mm -hmm. and now we're like looking at this world we're looking at China. We're looking at the Middle East. They're like throwing gay people off of fucking rooftops and shit. Mm-hmm. And we're like, no, the Muslim people are okay. They're fine. Sharia law is fine. They just we just, they need we need to let them do what they're doing. But if you do that same kind of shit here, they the same people that said that shit would be <laughs> like, oh my god, you homophobic <laughs> piece of shit! Like I can't believe that person did that. It's like dude, well, you're sitting here justifying yeah. it, as long as it's not in your next door neighbor. Yeah. As long as it's not your next door neighbor, it's like, oh, oh, the Black Lives Matter movement, it's great. Until they're burning down your freaking house. <laughs> Why are you burning down my house? Because you're white and you have a nice house. That's privilege. It's privilege. No. It's totally No. There, there there's no standard anymore, is no. what I'm saying. It's like no. I'm sorry, it's uncomfortable. The truth is uncomfortable. It's not ever gonna be comfortable unless you're following the truth. But even if you're following the truth, sometimes you're not. And I I have to be confronted with the truth sometimes. I have to be set straight by Jordan. She has to be set straight by me. We cannot have a functioning relationship unless we're both adhering to something that is better, bigger than ourselves. Yeah. That is the truth. And in me, being a Christian, the, Jesus, God... Is the way, the truth, and the life. So if I'm following the truth, I inevitably get there. And I feel like that's anybody. I think if people were genuinely and honestly following the truth, everyone would be a Christian. That's my personal opinion, my personal belief, is that if they're closer, because I did it. I went through all of the truth. I tried to figure out everything. I went crazy in my mid to late 20s. Just trying to figure out. I was watching lectures. I was watching debates, theological debates, all day. That's all I did. I just sat there. I just watched it. I was like crazy. I was reading books. I got this one right here, you know, GBP, dude. I got the B-blay. I got multiple different, multiple different, uh, different uh, what translations of the Bible. I got the King James. I got the Passion. I've got you know all these different types of Bibles I'm looking at I'm looking at the same verses here, looking at the verses here. How are they different? How can I derive different things from the way that they're written out, context wise? Like I went crazy. I went crazy. Just trying to figure that out. And I went into the Quran. I went into I went into the uh the Buddhist, the Dao uh, Daoists mainly. Taoism. Daoism? Yeah. I went into that and I was like, dude, the Taoism thing like it's pretty close. But it was just too vague. It was just too vague. It didn't get it was just like It was feeling in the universe and all that it was very spiritual which you see a lot of that in like the new age stuff because it was so vague it was just like hey you gotta reach nirvana man you gotta smoke the toke man you gotta do that you gotta reach that nirvana you gotta reach it and was like but there was very little responsibility it was just hey stop caring about shit and then you have nihilism that came out which was a i think it was a derivation of the Taoists and the, the buddhist way of believing is like well if you just stop caring about things and believe that everything is meaningless your life is meaningless this child's life is meaningless this dog's life is meaningless everything is meaningless then you're free you're finally free and you're nirvana but what happened was the opposite suicide rates went up tremendously yeah. of people that are nihilistic like rick and morty is a good example of like a popularized nihilism but the even the thing about rick and morty if you watch that show have you ever watched that show
2: yeah i don't i've learned a couple things about the creators and i uh don't watch rick and morty no more
0: yeah so well if you if anybody else and uh, there's i love well i, I think it's funny it's a funny
2: you, show but but the but
0: deal is like you take everything with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. I take everything. I'm not going to sit there. This is not my religion. People got tattoos. People are like, this is my religion. The same thing like Simpsons. When Simpsons had its height, you know, like Family Guy has its height. People get tattoos. They freaking like, this is my religion now. Like, Mm -hmm. this is it. Like, everything that they say is the gospel, right? Mm -hmm. People were like that. Really like that with Rick and Morty. They were like, listen, dude, nothing matters. Nobody cares. Let's go watch a fucking movie. It's like, dude, that's not true. Like, well, even in the same show, Rick, the main doctor protagonist yeah. guy, like three times consecutively, he says stuff like that. He does that. He acts like that. But he, but he doesn't aim to act like it because he still saves. he's still he's still saving he's still the saving. universe he's still, or whatever. Yeah, he's or... still doing all these things while he's complaining about it. And at the end, he does some shit. He says some shit that pushes his family away. He's living with his family. And then he tries to kill himself. Three times he did that. I watched the entire thing. Mm -hmm. And at the end, it's always somber. He's always all like, fuck. And he tries to kill himself. Or he does. And then he comes back as somebody else. Because from a different plane of existence. It's like, dude. How obvious could it be that this doesn't work? Like, if you don't have meaning. It's either this. It's two things. Either everything is meaningless or everything has meaning. You can't have it in the center. Mm -mm. It's everything is meaningful or nothing is meaningful. What works is what matters to me. What works, what leads to success, what leads to... If you can find happiness, great, but you can never find happiness in a nihilistic world, do you? If you do, you break the ideals of nihilism.
2: Because nothing matters.
0: Right. So meaning only leads to that you can only have happiness within a meaningful life a fulfilling life you're pursuing something that's meaningful Mm -hmm. then you can get some happiness because i can stump my toe just walking to the bathroom after this right Mm -hmm. and i'm immediately i'm not very happy right (laughs) happiness is fleeting meaningfulness and fulfillment that that that's something that's long long term right I can live a meaningful life. I can struggle and I can fight against all adversities. Not blaming anybody else for my adversities, blaming myself for my adversities. Can I do that to a fault? Absolutely. So you got to balance it. Life is a struggle. Life is a quest. But that's the things that we love. We read books of characters that started off with shit, shit situations. And we see them progress through all this adversity, and we're like, "That's the motherfucking dog, dude. I love that person. You know, this is my character. That's me. That's me, dude. That's me. Yeah. Is it really you? Like, how much are you blaming your shit on everybody else? You know, like, come on. And I'm am t- talking about me. I'm not even look I'm not talking about you specifically. Yeah, like, I don't know where how what your mental space is, but everyone that always blames everything on everybody else. It's like, dude, you're not even a good protagonist. You are—you're a shitty book that I would never read. How much you be a good protagonist of a book that I would like to read? Then you can talk to me about your shit, and yeah. I'll actually pay attention to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's just like this shit's so obvious to me, but it's—it's it's, no one gives it. Like, no, I don't know. Go ahead, please. You probably got a lot of shit not, to go on. Not off much of. to
2: say right now. Come on. Listen man. to
0: you. Come on. Know, well, just... thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, it's... of course.
2: <laughs> of
3: course.
0: I don't think this is the reason why she loves me. Maybe it's one of them that I can Maybe. say and talk. It's just forever.
2: She likes people that could talk. Yeah. Or she'll just do all the talking.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 it's frustrating sometimes, but, you know, this is really nice. Because, you know, sometimes it's good to just vent. Vent about your stuff. Mm-hmm. But be respectful, you know, or if you're, if you're going to vent, don't do it on mic when you're recording, like generally speaking, because you'll say some shit that you may not mean because it's coming from an emotional place, huh?
2: You regret it. Yeah, you could regret
0: it. Me, um, right now, I'm not coming from an emotional place. I'm just coming from, I'm seeing these things and it is frustrating, but like I said before, I care about the truth. And if you presented me something that I didn't just, dis, I, I disagreed with, but you could present to me, Hey, this is the reason why I think this is, and I, I think you should look into it. I'm going to look into it because what I care, at, what I care about as principle is the truth. First, I care about the truth, whether I like it or not, doesn't matter. The truth it is. like, you've heard that, that Ben Shapiro thing. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. Facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah. you know, Like yeah. everyone hears that. Like, there's a level of truth in that, in that statement, mm-hmm. because facts are what's factual. What is the truth? The natural world that we live in is what is truthful. Now, if we want to get into the spiritual aspect, when we get into the theological aspects, the supernatural aspects. Now, that's crazy. And that's that can go all kinds of places. I love talking about that kind of stuff. But like biology you know is a man a man or a woman a woman or can a man be a woman and a a woman be a man like my thing when it comes to the trans the the, the trans thing is that i have compassion all right yeah i'm not a hateful person but i do have my opinions on it and i think that my opinions stand uh, stronger than the people that i've had on my podcast and people that i've talked to in general i will listen forever about how we want to do like well the psychological community all these other things like yeah people have different chemicals in their body and it causes listen dude the thing is if you're predominantly a man you have more testosterone than you do have estrogen then you are biologically a man your gender is gender separated from sex if it is and that's what they say is that gender and sex is separated okay then why are you getting a sex change why I don't
2: I am part of the LGBT community, whatever, I'm a fucking lesbian. Yeah. But I don't understand why you want to go do that. Like, why would you want to go and change yourself like that? I just don't get it. It's not it's not something I quite understand. I, I feel think like... it's kind of weird. If you like you're hiding yourself, you're just covering up just be yourself and don't you don't need to change everything about yourself to
0: Here's the deal. I was like, everyone goes through different things in their lives yeah. and, it, and it affects, it does affect mm-hmm. every experience will affect your future outlook on life. Oh yeah. Good or ill. Me personally, I don't agree with a lot of things. I agree with what is natural law and what makes sense. And I, can't, but I also, it's the thing that I war about. And I think a lot of people war about, but compassion wins out from logic and following natural law, compassion went out. So they'd be like, "I don't agree with it, but you know what? Everyone else is seeming like they're agreeing with it, so I'm just gonna go along with that because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings." I right? just don't
2: give a fuck about my life.
0: The deal it's is not like, something I would do. My thing is, I believe in liberty. Like you can have your own decisions, but if you ask my opinion on something, I'm gonna tell you the truth. But I'm gonna tell it to you in the most loving and compassionate way that I can. But I'm still gonna tell you the truth is i feel like that's reasonable
3: mm-hmm.
0: like i'm not going to treat you any differently i'm going to treat you as a human being because me personally believing that god created us and that all of his creations have inherent value right and humans specifically because we are made in his image and likeness i need to love like and when i mean like love like selflessly care about people right within their realm of viability regardless of what they're going through I need need to have compassion for those people. I need to have compassion for people that are not doing what I believe to be the right way. How much of what I believe is actually true, that is something that I'm constantly questioning myself on. So I'm not the end-all, be-all, understanding everything. I don't know everything. There's so much that I don't know that I can never be able to express. Mm -hmm. And I'm never going to be able to get it. I'm going to die before I know anything. Hopefully in the next life, I'll learn more. Like, it'll be... Show 'em to me, right? Hold <laughs> oh, your baby. What's going on? Come here. Anyway. So uh, when the trans stuff, dude, I get it. It sucks. Is it's a it's a terrible predicament. I wouldn't here's here's why I like to tell I like to ask like, you know, trans people. Or or even LGBTQ, the whole spectrum. Yeah. It's like if you had a child, if you just had a child, you happen to have a child. Would you want them to be LGBTQ? Would you encourage that? Me? No. 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 No.
2: The kid. I want a kid eventually. Hey, shush! Come here. I want a kid eventually. It's just I'm not gonna force. Stop it. I'm not gonna force him or her to be fucking gay. That's just weird.
0: Not force, but like, would you want them to be gay? You know? Would you encourage it? No. Well, so it's, no, so the it was hell in, is, in high school. I got fucking, yeah.
2: I got hell in high school for it. And <clears throat> finally, yeah, it's fine now. But I wouldn't want them to go through all the bullshit that I had to go
0: through. Yeah. So my th- my thing is like, and maybe someone will say, "Well, that's way too for like one dimensional thinking." It's just like, well, if that's the baseline, then what? what happened to where you feel like it's okay to talk about it and go on social media, not you specifically. I'm talking about in general, the LGBTQ community, the pride parades and all that. They're trying to emphasize it and make it a big, like everyone needs to accept this. Listen, there's a difference between, like I told you before, there's a difference between understanding and compassion and acceptance. Mm -hmm. I don't accept a lot of things. Do I understand it? Do I have tolerance for it? Yeah, of course, because everyone has their own individual experiences that I can never fully empath. I can I've never fully sympathize with because I haven't been through those things. Can I cannot empathize. That's a, that's the reason why there's two different words because words have meaning, people. <laughs> Sorry, they do. Sympathy sympathy is that you've actually experienced something of close proximity to the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Empathy is that you haven't experienced it. But you can try to you can put yourself into that position and imagine what it would be like mm-hmm. people that are highly empathetic can do that and that is something that has more personality and like neurologically um aff- that, that affects that some people are more empathetic than others you have very conscientious people as far as personality that are basically like no this is black and white this is the way it's going to be that is all horrible I'm just gonna throw that away. I'm not. I don't. They don't care about specifics. They don't care about going into things. And you see that with a lot with like really strong CEOs and lawyers are very con- like people can be very conscientious because they cannot be at the level that they are without being able to deal with confrontation mm-hmm. because you have to have a black and white like um, mentality to be able to be competitive, super competitive. You'd be like, yeah, like, for instance, I know I was in football, right? I would put myself into a mental state of, that is like a demon. The person in front of me, I have to hit them as if they're trying to kill my family. They are wrong. This is just another team. This is a kid just like me, mm-hmm. right? Like, he's just down there. He happens to be fit. And he was doing, he's doing football because he wants to, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's doing the same shit that I'm doing. But I'm seeing him as the enemy. He is the black and I am the white. And I'm going to kill this person. Not physically, not actually, metaphorically. Within the sport, I was going to hit the shit out of this dude. Yeah. I had to put myself in that position and that mindset. And soldiers have to do that. Special forces have to do that. Mm -hmm. Like Chaco is a, he's, what's his first name? I don't remember his first name. He's a podcaster that I listen to sometimes. He was Special Forces. Um, and he's like, dude, when you're in that situation, you're just like, then the bad guys, we're the good guys. I don't care about their life. I don't care about if they have family because I can't do my job effectively. I can't clear out a room. I can't do that if I'm worrying, like I'm pointing a gun at somebody and they're pointing a gun at me and I'm worrying like, that's a human being. Like, I can't do that. I have to pull the trigger. Yeah. So like, that's the thing is like, things are complicated. But the truth is really complicated. And the truth in every situation is complicated. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that everybody is wrong. When I don't even know how much of my life I'm doing wrong. But seeking after the truth, I think everyone should do that. Every, I think that philosophy used to be really popular. Like.
2: Yeah, but then people have to actually think.
0: Yes, they have to think. <laughs> And that's that's a hard thing to do because yeah. it's not easy. That takes a lot. That burns calories, actually. By the way, too. Thinking does. Oh yeah. Oh man. I know oh, that. thinking thinking burns mad calories. Like, if anybody questions me on that, please look it up. Like, how much does sitting there contemplating, thinking about things, like, I mean, people that because thinking causes anxiety sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. More often than not, because you yeah. you don't you don't know and you want to know, you want to make sure that what you're doing is the right thing to do. And people that are very open, they have a trait of openness. Like here's another, another study that that came out in the psychological community was that women are, are more likely to attempt suicide. And women also have a higher, higher, um, there's a more prevalence into negative emotions in women than there are men but men commit suicide at four times the rate so whenever they feel negative emotions they're more quick to actually follow through Hmm. than women are so there is a four times difference of actual suicide but women attempt it and actually contemplate it way more than men that's a very strange statistic
2: that is that is
0: it's very bizarre to me because it's really because it's you see where it gets a little complicated it's like wow women are more prone to contemplate suicide yeah, but they you guys just yeah guys are just like nope fuck it it's over <laughs> like i fucked up my life sucks and it's over because because guys are very more the guys tend to be more the black and white the logical thinkers so when they get when they experience that, those type of negative emotions they're like, that means I fucked up, I failed, and my life is basically mute and void. Mm-hmm. right? For women, it's just like, this time sucks. Right where, where I'm at right now sucks, and I just wish I could die. right? But then they don't.
2: Pull themselves out of it.
0: And then things get better, and then they go back down. So it's like this, right? For guys, it's like, things are all right. And then things get down, and things go further down. And it's just like, damn, done. They don't wait for that uptick, hmm. you know. That's crazy. But, but That's the deal crazy. is, what, but people need, know, what people need to know about life is that you're gonna go through that. Mm-hmm. Things are gonna be bad. Finances are gonna suck. And your money is gonna be fl- money is gonna be something that comes and goes. You know, because a lot of guys do that stuff because of money or the, the lack of love, lack of personal connection, and a lot of that is some of that is their fault too, because they're not opening opening themselves up too. Personal connection because they've been hurt before. They had parents that, you know, were abusive. They don't believe in love anymore. They get nihilistic, and then just, downward spiral. <laughs> women are more hopeful. It's sad. It's women said Women have more hope. They feel deeper though. They yes. they get down there, but they they'll get there. They'll they'll move back up because they still have hope. They believe in like, the notebook stuff. You know, like everything went to shit. And then you, you reconnect or you find somebody else and then just brings color into their life and then you just go back up, right? Mm-hmm. Guys, they can just go, <laughs> done.
3: That's fucking crazy.
0: And they'll stay there because logically, it's crystallized in their mind that this is the way the world is. And yeah, it is mm-hmm. sad. But look at look at the media now. There is no men's health. Ooh thing Mm-mm. there was a guy who tried to start like men's men's uh a men's help for um like rape victims and stuff
3: mm-hmm.
0: that dude killed himself
3: Holy shit!
0: because the feminist community in the mainstream media came out against him and said that he was a misogynist and that men aren't like that men are evil and it got shut down he never got any funding no one cared about him and he was just like, I was just trying to help people. And obviously, I was wrong. What's up, man? What? <clears throat> so, yeah. I don't even know where we started with this. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to wrap this up. Unless you have something else you want to. No, that's you wanna, good. Wanna, this is my
2: first podcast, so I don't really have much to say.
0: I appreciate you <laughs> recording with me. Sorry <laughs> that I was taking the range on that no, one, I dude. Like, I, just, I got... I, apparently, I had a lot to talk about. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you want to listen to this podcast, you can listen to it on Spotify under Lost Out Podcast. Also on Apple Podcasts under the same. Or you can go to the website, lostoutpodcast.com. And you can listen to this episode and multiple other episodes of various topics. I encourage you to just pick one. None of this is in like a chronological order. I just love talking about things. And if you have any suggestions, you can um, email the podcast at uh, at yahoo.com and give me your critiques, a topic that you might want to talk about, and then we'll be able to uh, give you what you want to hear. All right? Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.